Alright guys, welcome into the Smyrna Churchman Fantasy Football League Podcast. I'm your host and commissioner, Hunter Farrell, along with, in person, the one and only Mac Farrell. Mac, how are you doing? I'm alright. <laughs> That's good to hear. You seem a little down in the dumps, um, but we'll get into get into the reason maybe for that here in a little bit. Um, so as far as me and Mac's picks, um, Mac went 4-1. Him, himself being his only loss. Yeah, should be five and oh. And then I went three and two with Jake letting me down and Mac also letting me down. So uh, uh, Mac is now in the lead for picks. He is ten and ten. I am nine and eleven. So still not a lot of breathing room on those picks. But uh, Mac, any any comments on your picks through four weeks? I think they've been rather, rather good. Well, they're, uh, uh, the definition of them would be average. Uh, I don't believe so. <laughs> Alright, so getting into the standings through four weeks, we have Ethan, who is 4-0, like everyone predicted. We have uh, Tyler and the PB&Js at 3-1. The Soul Steelers are 3-1. Um, then we have the rest of the week, we have uh, the Schizophrenic Sauce at 2-2, two and two, Dr. Sad Train 2-2, two two, the Pokemon Pooh Bears at 2-2, two and two, and then tied for last place we have Feels Like 13, True Dogs, Clear Eyes Full Hearts, and the Edible Burritos. Burritos! Yeah, the burritos got in the win column um, this week, much to me and Jake's uh, despair. but Chagrin. Chagrin, whatever. Uh, when I, I, I pick Richard to get in the win column and he loses, and then I pick him <laughs> to continue losing and he wins. So maybe Richard just needs me to pick against him all the time. Um, so anything pop out to you as far as the standings through four weeks? You know, um, the the glaring. Name out there has got to be Ethan standing alone at four and zero. You wonder, you know, how long can he can he keep it going? And then second, I'd probably say it's a I don't know. Still early in the season, so a lot of a lot of teams are gonna shake up from here on out, but. That's the good news is if you're one and three, you're not very far behind from making the playoffs. Yeah, that's the thing is that everybody's kind of in the middle-ish or not too far behind. And the way people are going down like flies, you know, teams that are 4-0, 3-1 could easily lose somebody like Tyler lost Chubb and, you know, things change and rearrange so we'll just have to wait and see i said yeah um i said there's still a lot of season left i mean i think what we and we start the playoffs in 14 yeah we do 14 and then 15 semifinals and 16 the championship so we still have uh almost nine weeks left in the season so there's still plenty of room to move around um but we're going to go ahead and get into the recap of last week's games. Um, so, last week, I took on Mike, which Mike's roster was 
but has been a little depleted. Um, uh, anything stand out to you as far as the game between the Soul Steelers and the uh, True Dogs? You know, I just, you know, I just say it's tough for Mike going against your roster this week. You had a lot of guys blow up, play really well, and even with his, uh, you know, not his best lineup, he he still managed to put up 145 with Brady leading the way. So, see, so yeah, Brady definitely had. Uh, I don't know if Brady had the best. Uh, quarterback finish this week. I don't know who would have finished ahead of him, but Dak. Yeah, Dak threw for a lot of yards. Um, yeah, he threw but, uh, Brady was Brady was up there. Uh, there haven't been very many instances in which Josh Allen has been outscored by the other quarterback in my matchups. But it was Week One whenever I went off, whenever he, uh, Russell Wilson went off. With Jake, and then this week with Tom Brady. Uh, Chris Carson had a nice game. Uh, Marquise Brown literally fell down on the one yard line, <laughs> and and uh, I did not know that. Yeah, he caught a ball, landed on the one yard line, and that could have helped out Mike a lot. Uh, Hunter Renfro didn't get a lot of action until late in the game. Um, Tyler Higby and Robert Woods, neither one of them had a really great game. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, just, I mean, Dalvin Cook having a really good game helped falling in the end zone a few times. Mike Davis, they're feeding him just like he's Christian McCaffrey. Um, Mike Evans had a really nice game, and that was, that was pretty much it. Like, I was looking to see, and I think Mike probably would have won a few matchups this week with, with his total. So, yeah, like you said, it's tough for him to have uh, – his roster without, you know, the number one overall pick. Yeah, and he, he would have beat me this week. And then if Tyreek Hill wasn't going to play, he was going to have to put in Devontae Freeman. <laughs> and that just sounds miserable. So, uh, I mean, he, he's he's putting the best roster out there, and they're, they're competing. But, uh, yeah, it, it sucks to put up 145 and lose. But, obviously, my team, I feel pretty good about putting up some nice weeks a few times in a row. But, uh, you know, on to the next one. Um, any other thoughts on that one? No. All right, so the next one I'm looking at is uh, your matchup against Michael. We both thought you were going to win. Um, Michael surprised us all. Um, I made the joke. Uh, I think Joe Mixon surprised us all. Oh, yeah. Uh, he went from not doing anything for the first three weeks to just going absolutely off, and I know you have Joe Mixon in another league, so you're probably just like, just dreading, like, yeah, I needed Joe Mixon to have a nice game, because, I mean, you were going up against me in that league, and he was going off, and I was just like... I think he could have had 12 less points and been fine. <laughs> so, I think you know how much Mac beat me by, um, or how much he lost by. Uh, so, yeah, I made the joke to Mac earlier that I said it was nice for Calvin Ridley to... Uh, sit out knowing that Mike Wood started Devontae Adams. Um, and they both got a goose, I think. Um, Matt, I mean, really, like, I mean, you have Mahomes, and that game was low scoring. Josh Jacobs and Miles Sanders really didn't have good games. Uh, Kenny Gene and Mark Cooper had very good games. Um, and then uh, Crowder, solid game. And then Calvin Ridley, like, you can't take goose eggs <laughs> very often and 
and win, especially whenever you have Miles Sanders and Josh Jacobs scoring in the in the tens and nines. So. Yeah, it just uh, I have no idea what happened in the Vegas Buffalo game, but Josh got like no work. They were coming from behind the whole game, and I guess they just decided they weren't going to run the ball any time soon and not even let him get in the end zone. And then Miles Sanders was the the best player for Philadelphia, but, you know, Carson Wentz missed him on a couple of uh, little running back routes and you know, I don't. I don't even know how Carson Wentz ended up getting a win. I I thought he's ready to head to the arena, play some arena football with how he's been playing. But you know, it it, it happens. It's fantasy football. So yeah, so you you look at Michaels and it's just like it's Omar Jackson, and it's Joe Mixon. He has decent weeks from Tyler Boyd and a pretty good week from Stephon Diggs. A good IDP week from Blake Martinez, and then it's just, oh, and John Bostick. But, like, everybody else, you're just like, I don't think that's good enough to win a game. But you have a guy go for 42 points, and it's kind of hard to lose. Yep, 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 yep. So that means the Sloss dropped to 2-2, two and two and Dr. Sad Train jumped up to 2-2. Two and two. So, big win for Michael. Uh, a big loss for you, but time goes on. I'd say it's a small loss. <laughs> one small loss for the sloth, one giant leap for sloth kind. All right, now we move on to the biggest blowout of the week. Um, Ethan uh, absolutely mopped the four with Alex. Ethan scored the most points this week with 164, and Alex scored the least amount of points with 107. Um how about that Darius Leonard seventh, eighth round pick? What about him? He, he got one tackle. Oh, yes, I just scrolled over. Yeah, not not great, Bob. Not great. Um, you look at Alex's roster. Jared Goff was, I mean, if you watch that Rams game, I'm sorry, because that was ugly. <laughs> and Jared Goff was not great. Uh, Naheem Hines, uh, I'm sure Alex would like his fab money back for Naheem Hines. Um, Aaron Jones had a good game, but, I mean, Aaron Jones has kind of been going off, too. Russell Gage, four points. John Brown, 8.2 points. Hunter Henry, 5.9 points. Antoine Woodfield Jr., two points. Um, he had Bobby Wagner with 12, and he had DJ Chark with 29.5. And But, I mean, not, not, not a good week for Alex at all. Um, I mean, you know. The wasted players, the train keeps on moving. Um, Ethan, only undefeated team left. And do you have any advice for Ethan as being an undefeated owner yourself? Like, you know, in the past? No. You know, I'd just trade for Patrick Mahomes if I was him. Yeah, that really helped put you over the top that, uh, that year, didn't it? That was the key. So, are you, are you, is this tampering? Are you saying that you would be willing to trade? Um, no, I, I Patrick never, Mahomes to Ethan. I never said anything like that. Which, but you know, you, I, I asked if you would offer him advice, and well, you said, "Yeah, that's my advice." Well, who owns Patrick Mahomes in our league? I don't know. It would be you. 
Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Well, you know. It's... So, are you saying that he that Patrick Mahomes is on the trade block? Well, I'm not saying he's not on the trade block. <laughs> you know, for the right price. Are you saying that you would like to trade with Ethan for uh, Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, I mean, I'd probably trade him for a. I don't know. A winning lotto ticket? <laughs> That's it? Yeah, you know, 50 bucks, something like that. So, uh, looking at looking at Ethan's team this past week, uh, you know, putting up when you're the highest scoring team, uh, obviously some things are going right for you. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. just went absolutely nuts, which it kind of seems like that's a given whenever he goes against the Cowboys, but... Uh, that last touchdown probably was just icing on the cake <laughs> in that game. Um, uh, he had Mark Andrews, you know, not catching a lot of passes, but the ones he does, he did catch were, were touchdowns. Um, Aaron Rodgers with another good game. Um, probably one of the top QBs. David Johnson, just an okay week. Jonathan Taylor, not very good. Zeke Cutter, a good game. Um, but, yeah, I was like, like, his team was good this week. But, I mean, really, it was Aaron Rodgers, Odell Beckham, and Mark Andrews carrying the team, and Zeke. Like, everybody else is just kind of okay. Yeah, the the main concern for Ethan is if one of these running backs goes down. Um, oh, you mean you don't want to start Sonny Michelle, who's on the IR right now? No, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be jumping for joy to start Sonny Michelle, <laughs> but... Um, so, yeah, you know, I said I don't know what bye weeks um, would be affecting, or when the bye weeks started affecting Ethan. But you would hope that he—I mean, he started three running backs this week, so he's got three. Yeah. But if two of them had the same bye week, he'd be in trouble. Yeah, it, it, it'd be all right as long as everybody stays healthy. Yeah, and I don't know if you can really expect Otto Beckham to go for thirty-eight very often, but no, I'd say he'd probably do that once a month, maybe. <laughs> Not even that, but. Uh, is it time to hit the panic button for Alex, you know, defending champ, one and three? Yeah, I would have been hit it if I was him. He ain't had a Tennessee Titans player play halfway decent besides Derrick Henry. And, you know, he and that was just kind of like he fell in the end zone. Yeah. So that's what happened when you, you throw all your marbles out on the Titans offense. And you get burnt. <laughs> so uh yeah uh obviously and michael thomas being out for extended period of time hasn't helped but uh yeah i said it has not been ideal well, for... he, he did trade for michael thomas oh you're correct yeah. yeah you're right so he so, took that on but yeah yeah i guess he anticipated the fact that he would come back earlier or maybe get get a win or two while he was out and then have him for the, the playoff stretch but you know he's, he's if he if he doesn't come back this week you know Alex could find himself in some trouble I said yeah and you have to think like Alex barely beat Richard last week so his one win isn't what wasn't necessarily a, a defining one so Alex has I think Alex has uphill climb right now to to be able to defend his defend his championship I do agree alright uh, then we have Richard who got his first win 
over Jake, who is also one and three after this game. Um, what are your thoughts on this one? I mean, you know, this was kind of a heat check game for me. Um, <laughs> you know, I was feeling good coming into the picks, and and I looked at the the matchup, and I said, you know what? Kenyon Drake's going to suck this week, but Austin Eckler's going to go out with a hamstring oh, early on. And Kittle will go come back with a vengeance. So I, I give the, the lean to Richard. And, you know, he was able to pull through for me. And Todd Gurley with two big touchdowns and the only touchdowns that the Falcons scored. So, you know, it's a shame Cobb really couldn't get one. But, you know, the past is in the past. Happy yeah, to see you're not Richard. bitter about it at all. No, no, no. I'm just happy to see Richard getting the win column. Um... You know, not not much else to be said. <laughs> uh, well, I say Russell Wilson came back down to earth, which definitely hurt Jake. Uh, Austin Eckler going out. I mean, if Austin Eckler plays the full game, I, I think we're probably looking at Jake winning this one. Um, Didn't but, Alex trade Dak Prescott for? Michael Thomas or something like I, that. I don't know, but you could be right. It seems there's been so much happening this season. I don't think I can remember that anymore. But I'm guessing you're looking that up. I don't know how to find that out. Uh, that's a good question. Um, Alan Robinson came back to life, though most of his points were garbage time points. Uh, Will Fuller had a nice game while the Texans were trying to play catch up. Um, obviously, Dak Prescott, number one quarterback this week. Todd Gurley, like you said, um, two touchdowns. I wouldn't be expecting <laughs> these kinds of weeks from Todd Gurley too often. Um, I, I said I definitely know that, uh, um, uh, like, you can't be, like, Kenya Drake has not been good, um, and T.Y. Hilton has not been good. So, uh, Richard, I mean, you, you take wins however you can get them, but... You kind of have to look at your team and be like, man, like I'm not getting any consens- consistency for me when on my roster. Um, it's 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 a tough tough world that Richard is living in right now. Um, did you end up finding anything about the trade? Because I know Todd Gurley started off on Alex's roster. Yes, um, yeah, it was. Uh... Dak Prescott, DK Metcalf, Todd Gurley for DJ Chark and Aaron Jones. Yeah, that was just a, uh, but that was a few weeks ago. Yes. So <laughs> what about Dak Prescott? Was not the Michael Thomas trade. No, that's what it was. Dak Prescott, DK Metcalf, Todd. Okay, Gurley. okay. Sorry, I, I was thinking about something different then. Um, obviously. George Kittle going off on Sunday Night Football really put uh, Richard in the driver's seat. It was a earlier trade from Richard, Michael Thomas, and Zach Ertz for T.Y. Hilton and Aaron Jones. Oh. So he traded, Man, Aaron he traded Jones away Aaron back. Jones. <laughs> he traded Aaron Jones back. That's funny. Oh, that's that's got to hurt. Poetic justice. <laughs> All right, you ready to move on to the last game? Absolutely. All right. So here we had uh, Tyler continuing his win streak, three in a row, uh, picking up a very low-scoring win over the Pumbling Pooh Bears, and uh, Neil is just, he's going through it right now. Um, 
Uh, you look at Miles Gaskin, 9.2 points. Daryl Henderson uh, has had great weeks. And then for some reason, the Rams just didn't give him the football. Sammy Watkins did not have a great game. Julio Jones got hurt, didn't come out for the second half. Travis Kelsey, not a great game. Uh, so, yeah, just a just a tough week for, for Neil. And then you look at Tyler's roster. You got Deshaun Watson just kind of, you know, being steady, doing his thing. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on uh, this matchup? Um, you know, it, it was kind of a meh matchup. You got a, a real tough spot Neil's in. Really feel for the guy. Um, to have Saquon go down and then these other running backs aren't aren't showing any kind of consistency here and besides, you know, Melvin Gordon. Then have Julio, you know, who could be dealing with a lingering hamstring injury and you know, Juju got pushed into the bye this week, so you know, it uh, on another day it could have gone a different way, but I said and and, and Neil texted me and he's like I want Smith and Ward in for Watkins and Kelsey if um, the Chiefs don't play. Uh-oh. If he puts, if the Chiefs don't play, and Smith and Ward are his two guys, he, I think the math works out where he would have won this week. No, so, he doesn't win, but it's a lot closer. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I mean, you look at his roster, you're like, man, this dude could have gone with a million different options and. Maybe made it a little bit closer, but yeah, uh, I don't think he had quite the the juice on the bench to pull it out. But um, he he could have made it a little closer. Um, and then you know, uh, Adam Thielen had a really nice game for uh, Tyler Alvin Kamara. Came back down to earth and only scored twenty point nine points. Uh, well, you mentioned uh, you mentioned earlier Nick Chubb going out. That's definitely going to hurt Tyler in the future. Um, but when you got guys like Terry McLaurin and Darren Waller going off, you can um, kind of put more receivers in there, and then just you know hope that the uh, hope that you don't really need a running back that bad. Uh, he's got J.K. Dobbins and Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones had a nice week, but if Wonder Fournette comes back, what what happens there? So you know, just a lot of a lot of uncertainty for Tyler. You know, it's nice he's won three in a row and. He's at he's at the top, or then uh, second. But you know, uh, losing your number one running back that or number two running back um, that really hurts. So, uh, any thoughts on you as far as any closing thoughts on week four? No, I'm done living in the past, man. Sloths are on to the next week. Looking towards. Looking forward to whooping up on uh, who who I got. Oh, I got Richard this week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you going to pick Richard this week? No, sir. It's a get-right game for the sloths, baby. Uh, we, you would hope um, after some of the things we just talked about. Um, yeah, so uh, like like we've, we had enough Spumoni comments last week that we're doing two separate, um, two separate shows, which is why um, which is why we spent so much time going back over the matchups from this week um but you know looks like we got an exciting exciting week uh 
Jake has a chance to take down the wasted players and end their perfect season. Um, you have some struggling teams that get get to play each other and see if they can uh, get get in the right track. But uh, yeah, uh, week four was a chaotic one for sure. Um, COVID is not going to make this a regular a regular uh, fancy football season, so we just gotta um, kind of just play the hand we're dealt and hope is good enough. Um, but uh, I appreciate everybody being being patient and helping me work through that and trying to find the best options for us as it was, uh, like I said, a definitely chaotic week. Um, so uh, just thanks for listening, especially if you listen this long. I don't think we have any keywords because we don't have anything to offer up. But um, if you have any feedback, like always, uh, let us know. Um, Mac, uh, I wish you the best of luck going into week five. I have a feeling my picks are going to be better than yours, and I'm going to get back on get back right on track. So I uh, hope you enjoy this week while you got it. And I think Mac fell asleep on me. So. <laughs> Right. No, I just, you know. No words for that. You to find that joke funny. All right. Well, uh, guys, thank y'all for listening. Um, hope you enjoyed it. We will come back to you next time on Thursday with the week four preview. Um, you'll have a great, great Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day you're listening to this.